After these messages, we'll be right back. Big Mac's at my house. I'll bring my guys. You have yours. I've got junkyard dogs. It's World Wrestling Federation superstars. I've got Brutus Beefcake. <laughs> Here's George the Animal Steel. I've got Great Hammer Valentine. Ricky the Dragon Steel. Yeah. They're so real. And Rowdy Rock Piper. <laughs> Can you tell the difference? Yeah. 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 Wrestling superstars. They're for real. Eat sold separately from LJN. Yeah. For s'mores crunch, but we're headed for the rock. No problem. Sit for a spell and have some chocolatey grahams and marshmallows galore. An enchanted part of this nutritious breakfast. S'mores crunch cereal. It's s'mores fun for breakfast. You're listening once again to the Oh I Had That Podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Jesse. If you're a new listener, welcome, welcome. We we hope we uh, keep getting people tuning in. We love doing this, but uh, we want your feedback. Please comment, subscribe, leave us a rating, comment on the Instagram at Oh I Had That. We love to hear from people. We don't get a lot of comments on the podcast, do we? Yeah, I'm, I want to start hearing from more people about it. Early on, we were getting a good number, but... Now that we're trying to get more regular here, uh, referring to the podcast, not my digestive system. Um, I was going to say. <laughs> hopefully we'll start to gain followers if we get a little bit more consistent with this, but um, what are we what are we talking about today? I feel like this, uh, when we first de- decided to come up with this podcast idea, this was pretty much the definitive one that we would eventually get to, Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, you you can't have a lot of nostalgia conversation without talking about Saturday morning cartoons. Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah, it's like you, you get your bowl of cereal, you run to the TV, you sit down Indian style in front of it. <laughs> Got to tune into the one of four channels. <laughs> yeah, this is way back before cable is we're going to be talking about. <laughs> so it was like the big uh, – it really was like the big three, ABC, CBS, NBC. Yeah, Fox didn't come till later. Yeah. So I thought... Definitely not into the cartoon world. <laughs> I thought we'd kind of maybe jump around. I we, We're using a resource that maybe would be good to share with people called inthe80s.com, uh, and they have a Saturday morning TV schedule from... 1980 to 1989 you can see everything that was on spring and fall from 8 a.m to like a noon so it's yeah. kind, of, kind of a when your weekend was over all in guide as a kid <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so maybe we just uh jump around and uh, the one thing we thought would be fun is to give our um dream lineup if you will oh maybe. boy <laughs> we're doing that <laughs> so it, i think it could it, it could be you know anywhere from you know four to 
seven shows depending because it, like that block of time was they had hour longs they had half hours so um you know i i'm i'll come in hot with maybe, maybe about five of my favorites <laughs> <laughs> okay and it, i mean on saturday mornings there's no way i was watching from eight to noon i'd tune in when i woke up and maybe put in a couple hours and then i was out oh see me i was up at like 7 a.m and first thing I would do is run and turn on cartoons. <laughs> yeah, but how long did you sit there? I mean, you want to go get your Saturday I mean, started. I don't know. I guess it was until <laughs> my mom says, okay, yeah. we're going to go do this now. Yeah, so I mean eight to – Actually, no, I take it back. You know when it was? I watched the whole thing, and then at like 10 or 11, wrestling would come on. Oh, And really? that's when my dad would take over. Yep. It was either wrestling or Grizzly Adams, oh, one or the other. They'd have like uh... – they'd have like wwf main event or uh wwf superstars was on saturdays i think yeah <clears throat> that's what my dad would would tune in he i mean it's not like he would take over the tv as i mean <laughs> cartoons were pretty much done by that point i know but that was, was kind of the turning point that was the transition into the uh afternoon was wrestling <laughs> or grizzly adams You're like dad let's just watch hulk hogan rock and roll wrestling <laughs> <laughs> that was on like three hours earlier <laughs> Yikes! Uh, that one. <laughs> so yeah, maybe we just uh, jump around and uh, talk about some some uh, lineups over the years and go from there. I know you had an interesting idea. Maybe we group these with uh, anthrop. <laughs> I'm gonna bitch butcher that word. Anthropomorphic animals as a yeah. category. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's uh, anthropomorphic is uh it's like a item or. It's the things that aren't supposed to talk. Yeah, uh, talking. Yeah, that talk. Like, like yeah. personified. Yeah. So yeah, like the like the Happy Meal guys, like the Berenstain Bears. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sure. So if we go back here to, let's just start with taking a look at 1980 because i wasn't alive in 1980 so i missed out on these lineups but (laughs) (laughs) and i was just born so i was probably not watching cartoons (laughs) but some of them continue on a number of years so they may have been around you know that we maybe saw later or you know we're still on the air um well, one theme that you can really see, even I mean, just looking at the titles, yeah. Hanna Barbera pretty much cornered the market on the Saturday morning cartoons, definitely in the '70s, I would say. Yeah. From the '60s, uh, it, uh, all through the '70s, definitely. And even and watching kinda, those in reruns later, um, as a kid, you, I even knew like these were from the '60s or '70s. Yeah, yeah, they they did do. Um, a lot of stuff that they just reran and repackaged, um, which was fine. You know, that was the only way you could see them, really. Yeah. There was no DVD. There was no internet. So you had to watch them on Saturday mornings. Yeah. And um, so if we take a look here, I just jump into it here. In, in the spring of 1980, kids were tuning in at 8 a.m. And they could see... Super Friends on ABC. So Super Friends, I remember, and I probably saw reruns of it because I don't. I think it may have only went into maybe '85. So, I mean, at th- two, three years old, at that point, I'm probably 
three years old. I don't think I was sitting in front of the TV um, watching cartoons on my my own choice yet. Um, but I remember seeing Super Friends. I loved the the superpowers toys that you know those kind of related to, which was all what Super Friends was was all DC comic book characters. So yeah, Su- Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman. And they, would, would they team up? They team up, right? Yeah, so it's like a Justice League. So sometimes uh, Superman would battle the Joker, right? Yeah, so they're fighting all those DC villains. You know, ba- basically what the Justice League is is the the team of those DC characters, but they called it Super Friends. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I I'm not familiar with the show that came directly followed that, which was Plastic Man, and I don't know if maybe that's I feel like there's a superhero called Plastic Man, so it might, yeah. have, might have been the same character. Yeah, it was. Plastic Man. <laughs> it went, and then what was after that? Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo, Scooby Doo. Yeah. Scooby Doo's from the 70s. So, and then well, Scooby and Scrappy Doo. Oh, yeah. I don't like Scrappy Doo. <laughs> you don't like Scrappy Doo? No, that was them clutching and, and trying to make something interesting, and it's just ugh, it's annoying. <laughs> so that what ABC lineup was? It looked like they had about three one-hour shows, mm-hmm. and it ended it out with a with a show called Kids World. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why Plastic. I feel like Plastic Man was a DC property, if I'm not mistaken, or there was somebody like him in DC, maybe. It's weird that he would have been. No, well, yeah, he was later acquired by DC. Okay, <laughs> he had his own show. He was. I wonder if he ever popped up on Super Friends. <laughs> I'm sure if we wait long enough, he's gonna have his own movie. <laughs> so if you're going, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe we should jump into some of these talking animals. I think that would be. There's a lot of those on here. <laughs> Rather no, than this, go, they're cartoons. They're supposed to be talking animals. <laughs> Rather than go year by year, I think it'd be fun just to talk about a bunch of those, some of our favorites. You know, one that popped out to me right away was one that I had a toy of, which was Wuzzles. Wuzzles. Yeah, I, Wuzzles. I know. I, I've heard of Wuzzles. I don't know that I've ever seen it. What is it? They had a stuffed animal line as well, and I remember having a. Yeah, this is why I remember it. Yeah, okay. I remember the toys. Yeah. I remember having like the the elephant with wings. Um. Yeah, they were like a cross between animals, weren't they? Yeah. So there was like a hippo, um, with like a almost like a furry bunny tail, and there was a lion that looked like a bumblebee. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. do remember this now. Wow. Times have changed. <laughs> so the Wuzzles was a Saturday morning cartoon broadcast from 1985 um, through oh, actually number of episodes. I think it only made it September to December '85. <laughs> so Thanks. it was in and out, but um, yeah, they, I think the toys were more popular than the cartoon. 
Your Wikipedia says Bumble Lion, half Bumblebee, half Lion. Butter Bear, half Bear and half Butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> Ellaroo, that's the toy you had. Half Elephant, half Kangaroo. Wow. I'm like a quarter interested. <laughs> 13 episodes. It's like you could probably watch all of them uh, yeah, before could, nap time. You could binge that tonight, buddy. Ah, maybe I will. So that was a CBS show. Wasn't a quarter interested. An idea of Michael Eisner for his new television, Disney television animation studio. The premise is that the main characters are hybrids of two different animals. You see Michael Eisner sitting in an office. He's like, we need some cartoons. What if we do... <laughs> What if we do hybrid animals? No, no the guy's I'll tell like, you what happened. What do you mean, like a liger? <laughs> <laughs> right, it's like, fuck you, get out of my office. <laughs> so, I'm going to write that down, and then uh, we're going to use that in a movie someday. <laughs> um, no, what happened was he's like, we got to come up with something. Bumblebee, lion. Bees are hot right now. Lions, <laughs> lions, lions are always hot. What about a bumblebee lion? <laughs> <laughs> wow, it sounds like some people got drunk and came up with the puzzles. <laughs> well, I love it. It's like it makes me think of that uh, Rewind This documentary we were talking about on the VHS episode where they were inventing titles and then writing scripts around them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can guarantee the puzzles was the same way. <laughs> like, what do we call this show of hybrid animals? What about – what if they're like cuddly – what makes you think of like snuggly, cuddly, wuzzly, the wuzzles? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Write it up. <laughs> Start drawing, bitches. <laughs> yeah. Um. To be completely honest, um. Saturday morning TV. No matter what anybody says, um. It was made to sell toys. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Definitely. And it's and cereal. Yeah, I'm sure there. If you we if you find a block on probably YouTube where it includes the commercials, it'd probably be you just be inundated with McDonald's and and cereal, <laughs> Kool Aid, yeah, GI Joe toys. They knew their audience. Yeah, well, that's what kids care about. Yeah, they're not gonna. Well, well, eventually they did start throwing in Schoolhouse Rock and and uh, you know trying to educate kids and stuff too. But yeah, especially the um, it looks like the early '80s. You were saying like Hanna Barbera and like those old properties, like the Flintstones and uh, the Roadrunner, Bugs Bunny, like. Well, that was Looney Tunes. Yeah, I'm no, but I'm saying all of those cartoons, kind of it looks like filled up Saturday mornings. They kind of still ruled it and, until, you know, people started creating things like the Wuzzles. Yeah. Well, I remember even even as far as the 90s, they were still running Looney Tunes yeah. uh, on Saturday morning once in a while. But it yeah. wasn't an hour-long block or all morning, you know. Yeah, I don't and think it, it, it was probably the same stuff that you've been watching for decades. I think Looney Tunes ever ever really went away. No. No, it didn't. Another uh, talking animal favorite would have been uh, the Berenstain Bears. What, is that really a favorite? Because I think it sucks. What? <laughs> <laughs> you, I had the just, books as a kid. You just think it sucks because it was you remembered as Berenstein? <laughs> no, I called it Berenstein. I had it right. Well, I don't. Yeah, I never understood that people are like, no, no, it was Berenstein. No, it was Berenstein. Like that whole conspiracy behind it uh, changing or yeah, the what was that? What do they call that? 
There's like some alternate reality. Oh my god, they went in depth with this. <laughs> There's some like like almost like the butterfly effect, some name for what they think uh caused people to think it was named one thing when it was always Berenstain, but Man, anyways. that's that's deep. Yeah, but I totally had a, a lot of the books as a kid, but um I can't say I've watched the cartoon since it was on in the 80s. <laughs> when we got pregnant with our uh, second girl, um, we bought the Berenstain Bears uh, book called The New Baby. And I think yeah. we were taking pictures with it to announce the pregnancy. Huh. Yeah. So they're still around in book form. Oh, yeah. I've seen the, the books, yeah. I, I, you'd probably have to look on like YouTube to find some old episodes. Maybe I'd see I don't remember much about the 80s cartoon but I am still pretty bitter about how awful the Christmas episode was <laughs> from the 70s that we talked about a couple episodes ago. Yeah. That was so boring. <laughs> As were most of those specials we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> now Bernstein Bears that that one was like one of the first ones that was on uh, in the morning. So if you didn't get up early enough you kind of missed it. Yeah, like it, it says, I think it says it was on at eight o'clock, right? Yeah, I think it was. Okay, well, on in, the, in the central uh, time zone, which is where we were, that was seven a.m. Oh wow! So if I mean, it was very, very rare for me to be up quite that early, even as a kid. So we got to look at this and push it back. I wasn't even thinking in those terms. So all of these, like Super Friends, was on at seven a.m. That's early for superhero action. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I would have would have been up at seven a.m. It's probably not rocking and rolling until seven forty-five, eight o'clock. Seven a.m. <laughs> is definitely too early for cereal. Sugar, <laughs> so much sugar to have that early in the morning. I do remember the Flintstone kids though. That one's just popping out. To yes, me. And, that, and that was just them, but as children, right? Right, and then I think the back half of the show was Captain Caveman. Oh, okay. Remember him? Nah. He was like caveman superhero. He had a cape, club. right? Yeah. Yeah. I remember that guy. Yeah. Is like look like a little hairy ball of caveman with a cape. I, <laughs> yeah, and I think the Flintstones kids had. Did they have a Happy Meal? I don't know. That's a good question. Hmm. I feel like I had the toys of something. Maybe not. Maybe was it a cereal toy? Hmm. Maybe I'm misremembering. Like the Berenstein Bears. It looks like there <laughs> were Flintstone kids toys. Oh, weird. All right. Well, I digress. Oh, McDonald's, 1988, Flintstones kids. Ah, so I was right. There you go. There were like most of the 80s toys of. Uh, cartoon characters was them their top half in a little car <laughs> i think i need to watch the flintstones again as an adult yeah and the jetsons i'd like to see if it holds up yeah the jetsons i mean why wouldn't it? Yeah. It, it used to, those those shows were primetime shows back in the day i mean they were yeah like we were talking about earlier they're i mean they're playing on reruns in the 80s they were from the what 60s 70s 60s. Yeah. Both of them. I just remember how cool I thought it was when the Jetsons met the Flintstones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a movie in the 87, I think. 
But yeah, you did not misremember. McDonald's did have Flintstone Kids toys. Okay, well, that's pretty much all I remember about the, about the Flintstone Kids. So now you'll have to go buy them on eBay. Except that I did, I did kind of think it was a little weird that uh, all four of them knew each other as children. <laughs> and then they got married. <laughs> and then they grew up and became neighbors. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They are reading too much into it. And there's probably an episode of the regular one when they're like, hey, Fred, I'm Barney. <laughs> Although I, I kind of feel the same way about the Muppet Babies. Like, they didn't know each other as babies. <laughs> but the Muppet Babies... <laughs> Excuse me, I'm choking. The Muppet Babies was so classic, I almost rather remember them as the Muppet Babies and not the earlier Muppets. You know, I might be wrong, but didn't the Muppet Babies start because of Muppets Take Manhattan because of that sequence in there with their babies? Right? Oh, it just know. makes sense, right? Yeah. Well, it looks like Jim Henson's Muppet Babies came along in 84. See if it's earlier than that. 84? Yeah, 84. Muppet Babies was 84? I. Oh, God. I feel like it was like a year or two later. Maybe you're right. Yep, there it is. Fall of 84. And Muppets Take Manhattan was uh, summer of 84. Hmm. I just think it's crazy now that it's called Disney Muppet Babies, the new the new iteration. Uh, yeah, the computer animated one? Yeah. God, my girls love it. <laughs> but you're like, Have they seen Jim Henson's Muppet Babies? Did you show them? Yeah, I actually showed it to them on um, YouTube the other day. Did they like it? It was the one where they created a a, a newspaper huh. for Nanny. Were they like, what's the, with the animation on this one, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because they are, I think I mentioned this, they're in love with the Pac-Man cartoon from 1982. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn you, I, now my little one's obsessed with the Pac-Man cartoon, too. Is he really? Yeah. He's yeah. Like, Pac-Man, Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty dumb. Yeah, it's it's hard to watch. <laughs> I don't think it's hard to watch. It's just dumb. Uh, yeah, I I was not getting into it, but not so not as much as uh, I was into uh, Saturday Supercade. <laughs> Remember Saturday Supercade? What is the Supercade? It was essentially like um, cartoon. It was essentially like Mario, Donkey Kong. And like oh. random characters. Really? So it's like video game characters, like they make like cartoons about the video game characters. Yeah, let's let's read a synopsis here because it ran for two seasons. So you know, I I I swear I saw it like on reruns because I was too young when it was out. But um, each episode is composed of several shorter segments featuring video game characters from the golden age of arcade video games. Hmm. So Frogger, Donkey Kong, Qbert, Pitfall Harry. <laughs> <laughs> so they just had their own separate little episodes? Yeah, they'd have like little... Like Frogger wasn't hanging out with Donkey Kong. Yeah, like little interludes. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's kind of a fun opening. You should look that one up on YouTube if you haven't heard of it, but... Do they have, like, full episodes on YouTube? I think so, yeah. Let me look. They do. 
But All I right. mean, something like that. Pause this podcast. <laughs> something <laughs> like that totally led into, you know, later them there being like a Super Mario show or Captain N, which we'll talk about, which was this totally a Saturday morning show. Do you remember mm-hmm. Captain N? Yeah. Captain N, the Game Master. Game Master. Now, I think that one was later in the 80s. I think that didn't come around till maybe 89. Yep. But right after Camp Candy. <laughs> oh, what is it? Camp Candy I enjoyed, but I went back and watched the intro recently and it is terrible. It's like <laughs> who who did they hire to write this song cuz this is awful. <clears throat> but John Candy did it on voice, didn't he? Um I'm pretty sure. Let's let's look it up. I, I I liked Camp Candy as a kid. Yeah, I mean I love John Candy so. Yeah. Camp Candy ran from '89 to '92. I mean it was, it did okay. They they believed in it. John Candy yeah, I, was the star. I, I think that one was actually syndicated and they showed it like um after school. Wow. That's where I remember it from. I do remember it being on Saturday mornings, but I, I think uh, I, I watched most of, most of them when they were syndicated. Oh, it looks like they made 40 episodes. Jeez. See, that kind of blows my mind. I didn't think it was that many. <laughs> yeah. It totally reminded me later of when Bobby's World popped up. I, I It always reminded me of Cap Candy. Maybe because like his uncle reminded me of John Candy. Remember Bobby's World? I do remember Bobby's World. That That's... Uh... Next decade, though. Yeah, I'm just saying that one reminded me of Camp Candy when I was when I used to watch Bobby's World. What was his uncle's name? I don't know. I remember. I, I remember him being like, "Hey there, Bobo." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's uh, that's the '90s. We're talking the '80s. <laughs> Like I said, we're not going to be talking about Eek the Cat. <laughs> that was 1990. It just missed the 80s. <laughs> I was a fan, though. Yeah. Eek the Cat. <laughs> and I do think Bobby's World is on Prime. I thought we weren't talking about Bobby's World. <laughs> now you want to talk Let's about Eek the Cat. Go back to the anthropomorphic animals. How about yeah. the gummy bears? Let's oh, talk about gummy bears. Gummy bears. Bouncing here and there and everywhere. Yeah, that, that of of the Disney block of uh, cartoons, I would say that's probably the best song. Yeah. Better than Ducktales. Better than Tailspin. Ducktales. Woo. Was how's Tailspin go? Tail. I I forget. And Tailspin. <laughs> <laughs> something something Tailspin. <laughs> Friends for life through thick and thin. <clears throat> yeah. A tailspin. There was like a. I can barely talk, little and sing. Drum beat to it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you had Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Oh, that's a good one too. Never mind. Yeah. That's a that that is a good theme song. Yeah. So gummy bears were bouncing bears. They're essentially just bears, but they bounced around as if they were gummy, and talked, spoke. Yeah, they they drank some juice and it made them bounce, right? Oh, that's right, yeah. And they were running from, like, goblins or something, right? 
think there were let's see what their villain was. The bad guys kind of look like the the bad guys from the Black Cauldron, I think. Mm. Yeah, because it was sort of a, like yeah, a fantasy. The gummy bears were also dressed kind of like they're medieval times or something. Yeah, yeah. I did not like the gummy bears. Not my favorite cartoon. Hmm. Didn't really like it at all. It ran from eighty-five to ninety-one. And then it was on the Disney Afternoon, right? Yeah, I think so. You remember Zoomy Gummy or Gruffy Gummy and Grammy Gummy and Tummy Gummy? I remember Grammy Gummy. <laughs> so And the chick had like a, a flock of seagulls haircut. Oh yeah, the one did. The little little Peter Pan looking one. Yeah. The yellow one. The series was first animated. Production was by Walt Disney Animation Television and loosely inspired by the gummy bear candies. Disney CEO Michael Eisner was really struck with inspiration for the show. When what? His son requested the candies one day. <laughs> the cartoon Gummy Bears was, was based on the candy. By candy bears? <laughs> Kidding me? I bet this all happened the same week. Michael Eisner was on a roll. He's like, I just invented the Wuzzles. <laughs> now my son inspired me inspired me to make a gummy bears cartoon. He's like, we need to take it to the next level. <laughs> okay, we have our bumblebee lion. Now we need to have we need to turn this candy into a cartoon. <laughs> He's just Whatever. taking all the credit creating all these shows. He's like, Yeah, my son was eating gummy bears. And I thought of it, yeah. See, and if they didn't have the gummy berry juice, maybe they should, just should have been popping gummy bears in their mouth. And that's yeah. what made them bounce. Why but what, yeah, what why not have them eat gummy bear candy? There you go. So this series yeah. premiered on NBC, but it moved to ABC for one season from 89 to 90. Mm, drama? Hmm. Oh, it... It was airing alongside the new adventures of Winnie the Pooh as the Gummy Bears Winnie the Pooh Hour. <laughs> <laughs> can't make this stuff up. The, the show is Winnie the Pooh Hour. The show's <laughs> well remembered for its theme song written by Michael and Patty Silvershire and for the Gummy Berry Juice, a type of magic potion granting the bears the ability to bounce away from their hunters. Yeah, so there they, you were, go. they were using the juice to get away from their their adversaries. Castle Drakemore, Duke Sigmund Igthorn, the evil, arrest, vengeful and powerful crazed ruler of Castle Drakemore. This this Wikipedia page used a word that was not in my vocabulary. Irascible. Irascible. Okay. Yeah. Irascible. I knew what you were saying when you stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on the Wikipedia page. He's also the nemesis of the gummy bears. He hunts the gummy bears with the aid of his ogre army to get in possession of the gummy berry juice. So the juice was the key to the show. Yeah. Everybody wanted to get their hands on the juice. Just like... Uh, Gargamel. Gargamel wanted to get his hand on the Smurfs, right, to make like yeah out of them. <laughs> yeah, he wanted he wanted their magic. Magic Smurf. Man, I can't believe they made so many Smurfs movies. I haven't seen the third one, the cartoon one. 
Have you seen that one? Um, what was it called? Because there's one that my son likes that we have a like a DVD set of because it was like used somewhere and it was like two Smurf movies for like five bucks. Smurfs: The Lost Village. Yes, he he loves that one. Okay, I Is haven't that seen the that one, one, but I saw I saw both of them that had uh, Doogie Howser in it. Uh, I've seen those two. Yeah, there's one where they find. I feel like they find the Lost Village, but there's like a girl Smurf that didn't know she was a Smurf, or she's not, and they they make her a Smurf, or something like, something weird like that. But yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I digress. The Smurfs was another cartoon on Saturday mornings that followed the Gummy Bears in 1989. It was. It also yep. followed them in '88. Oh, look at that. So the Smurfs were all over uh, Saturday mornings. Throughout the 80s. I'm not even going back far enough. They were, the Smurfs were on since 1982? Yeah, 82 or 83. Yeah, 82. And then they. That was a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Oh, no, 81. It it actually started in France. Well, it doesn't look like, yeah, they were on in 81. France. So they Might used to follow the Flintstones, which makes sense. And then um, around 85, they start following, looks like, Pink Panther and Sons. And then Gummy Bears. Oh, my God. Gummy Bears and 86. Pink Panther and Sons. Pink Panther and Sons. Let's not gloss past that. <laughs> Remember Pink Panther was all over the place in the 80s. Damn, Pink Panther and Sons. That that. Uh, do you like the? <laughs> What's that? Like the Pink Panther cartoons? Yeah, I enjoyed the Pink Panther, but Pink Panther and Sons. That's, I missed that one. Um. Pink yeah, Panther's it's... two sons, preteen Pinky, his brother toddler Panky, and their friends in the Rainbow Panthers crew. Oh God, Chada Rocco. Murphle, Annie, and Pumpkin. Wow, Pumpkin. <laughs> well, Murph. Murph. Murphle. <laughs> Each episode shows the Rainbow Panthers coming together for friendship and fun as they learn all about growing up and caring for each other as they take on a group of lions called the Howl Angels. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> so. That was quite the lead-in for Smurfs in 1985. <laughs> <laughs> I think Gummy Bears is a good lead-in for them. It started off in 86. That I, Anyone watching the Gummy Bears, I think, would be down for an hour of Smurfs after that. Now, did you like the Smurfs better than the Snorks, or did you like the Snorks better than the Smurfs? Um, I was never a Snorks guy. <laughs> I liked the Snorks as a yeah. kid. I haven't seen it in forever. I do remember the Snorks, but... I they were basically underwater Smurfs. Definitely more of a Smurfs fan. Yeah. Except they had everything little, was... The they had little, like, little, like, antennas on top of their head. Like, yeah. You know, like, they're breathing their blowhole or something. Yeah. Funny-looking characters. They looked very much like Smurfs. <laughs> they, Without the white hat. It did not... They have like they, huge bug they have eyes. The same they, look, eyes. they look like tomatoes with an antenna on top. 
Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, look at the little red guy. He looks like a tomato. <laughs> well, if you say so. <laughs> uh, now I'm see. I don't remember this show at all. Biscuits. B I S K I T T S. Yeah, they were like dogs, right? Really? Yeah. I have to look that one up. I I don't remember that at all. That was on the schedule in the fall of 83. I mean, I was That was a Hanna-Barbera show. I was one, so it probably didn't do good enough to be in reruns later. It was on I for think, a year. Um I think this was like a kind of like a Robin Hood show, right? Yeah, it it's also like, kind of like a like a medieval kind of thing too. It does look like that. So the biscuits was a Hanna-Barbera property. Um the series lasted for only one season. Shirt Tales replaced the show in its time slot the following year. The Biscuits returned to the same time slot in March, but only aired reruns in the remainder of that season. Hmm. The plot of the Biscuits are a group of tiny anthropomorphic dogs who live on Biscuit Island and are committed to guarding the crown jewels of Biscuit Castle. How can we say this stuff with a straight face? <laughs> I'm a 36-year-old man. <laughs> Talking about Biscuit Island. <laughs> Modeled after Robin Hood. You were right, sir. Yeah, How do you remember that? I don't know. It just happens. Oh, man. I'm weird. Remember the darndest things. And wow. Shirt Tales, that was based on uh, greeting cards, I think. And Shirt Tales was another group of um, mismatched and anthropomorphic animals. So we had a raccoon, a tiger, looks like a, like a little muskrat or something, and a panda and a chimp. Yeah. Huh. They were Hallmark greeting cards. Oh, yeah, the, the Care Bears were the same way. They started as a greeting card. Hmm. Hallmark cards released the homogenous line, harmonious, harmonious line. Is that is that what they're trying to say there? Of greeting cards with animal characters wearing T-shirts upon which was a message. Those cards were among Hallmark's bestsellers at the time. Oh my god. Just goes to show they'll make a cartoon out of anything. So, you go into Candy, a, you go into a store to cards. find a card for someone, and there's a there's a raccoon wearing a shirt that says "Relax," and you're like, "I need that card." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much oh, it. Man, to the me, I would be like, "I need that shirt." The animated shirt tails cartoon featured Tig Tiger, Pammy Panda, Digger Mole. He's a mole. Rick Raccoon and Bogey Orangutan. Wow. Well, that's and one I'm going like to have to revisit. Shirt tails, yep. And I was telling you earlier that I actually have an ornament with shirt tails on it. That's crazy. Christmas ornament. Yeah. And shirt tails ran from 82 to 84. Oh man, miss cartoons. Yeah, there's a lot of they. They were really diving headfirst into let's make animals talk. <laughs> Got let's just skim through a few here. Alvin and the Chipmunks. 
Oh, I hate Alvin and Chipmunk. I, <laughs> I hated that into, cartoon so bad. I couldn't so get bad. into them at all. I hate it. I hate listening to them talk. <laughs> I hate their stupid adventures. I do have. I hate an... that they're always getting in trouble and Dave's always yelling at them. Those pesky Chipmunks. I do have Alvin and the Chipmunks uh, on vinyl where they do punk songs, so it's like the Ramones. <laughs> Never uh, been a fan. Um, So... I just want to buzz through some of these other talking animals because there's so many. So Elvin and the Chipmunks, of course, more Scooby-Doo shows. Um, we have Charlie Brown and Snoopy. Snoopy didn't really talk so much. Does Teen Wolf count? Oh, the Teen Wolf cartoon. <laughs> Kissy fur, kissy fur had anthropomorphic animals. Mm. My pet monster, pound puppies. Mm, pound puppies. Mighty Mouse. Puppies, pound great puppies. adventures. How about the Ewoks cartoon? Yeah, that they had that one, and there was a droid one too. Yeah, droids, the adventures of R two D two and C three PO. Droids had their own toy line as well. Yeah. And those those are actually on DVD, I think. You can still check those out. I don't think they were any good, but... <laughs> Garfield and Friends. Everybody... Oh, I loved Garfield and Friends. Everybody's I was, Garfield I was a huge Garfield junkie yeah. back in the day. Everybody huge. Loved Garfield. I loved Garfield. I had Garfield everything. Garfield's going to want some lasagna. <laughs> I was obsessed. And then what was the other half of the show? What was the um, and friends? The what? What was the and friends? Um, was it Heathcliff? No. No. Heathcliff is just the one that always got confused with Garfield. <laughs> Who was the and friends? Was it about Otis? Uh, no, it was like it was like set on a farm. Oh. U.S. Acres. Oh, okay. That's yeah. what it was. I, I I think it was another idea that uh, Jim Davis had. You don't remember U.S. Acres? No. It was a pig. Um, it was a, 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 a was it a duck or something? No, I remember. I remember. That. It was like a, a a duck, I think. That duck had, had like, an inner tube. Yeah, the inner inner tube, and then there was like a, a an egg with legs hanging out of it. Yes. Sheldon, that was his name. Orson, Sheldon. a pig who is the main character of the series. Roy, a loud and sometimes self-centered rooster. Wade, a cowardly duck who wears a rubber flotation device. Bo, an infallible infl- sheep with positive laid-back attitude. <laughs> Lanolin, a loud-mouthed sheep who spends most of her time arguing with her twin brother, Bo. Booker, a small, cute, but very assertive chick. And Sheldon, Booker's twin brother who, despite having hatch, still lives in his egg with his feet popped out of the shell. <laughs> Oh yes. yeah, it would, it would once... be like a there. Would be, the first block would be like a Garfield cartoon, yes. and then it would be U.S. Acres, and then at the tail end they'd have like a Garfield like quickie. I think they called them. Yes, it was just like a forty-five second uh, little quickie. Once I saw the photos or the pictures of the animation from U.S. Acres, I was all in. I I remembered it. I yeah, totally that was a great cartoon. It. Yeah, I was a fan of that one. Those are both great. 
I don't know when Heathcliff aired, but I was also a big Heathcliff fan. Heathcliff was on Nickelodeon. Really? Yeah. Well, and it was also 80s, though, right? Yeah, it was 80s. Yeah, I loved Heathcliff. The movie came out in 86. That was one of those where sometimes people would be like, are you Heathcliff or Garfield? <laughs> and Heathcliff was the same way. It was a half Heathcliff and half something else, wasn't it? Maybe not. Uh, I don't think so. First season ran for 65 episodes, while the second season ran for 21. Each episode oh, included an additional segment featuring the Cadillac Cats. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that they crossed, did they? No, it's like a segment of these other cat characters. Yeah. I remember that. They were in like a junkyard or something. A gang of cats that played alongside Heathcliff. When Riff Raff and Cleo are not around, three of the Cadillac cats are sometimes helping Heathcliff in some adventures. Oh. Mm. Or sometimes tease him. They drive a slick Cadillac, which could transform into an RV and a boat. They live in a junkyard. Heathcliff had another uh, good song, intro song. Mm. Heathcliff, Heathcliff, no one should terrify their neighborhood. Oh, uh, hopefully, hopefully everybody enjoyed that Heathcliff clip. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, I think we should jump into some of these cartoons based off of uh, 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 previous IPs. Like you mentioned Teen Wolf earlier, mm -hmm. and I had to look it up because I couldn't remember what it looked like in my mind, but I totally saw Teen Wolf when it was a cartoon. Um, loved the movie later on when I was like a little bit older. But I, I just can't believe that they had a Teen Wolf cartoon. But I know that the Teen Wolf movie was kind of an afterthought. Like, Michael J. Fox has said he was making it. He wasn't really thrilled about it. He didn't know what it would do. And they he saw them, or they were starting Back to the Future production when he was still doing Teen Wolf. But luckily, after Teen Wolf was completed, they ended up needing a new Marty McFly. So he was able to jump into Back to the Future. Is that right? Um, so sure. when did teen, <laughs> when did the Teen Wolf movie come out? 85, like August of 85. So did it do well because they waited till after Back to the Future had come out? Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. They, they said, wow, this Michael J. Fox guy is, he, he, he's, he's something. <laughs> Let's put Teen Wolf out. All right. They were holding on. Luckily they sat on it a little longer. <laughs> I, I know it has its fans. I haven't seen it in a lot, very long time. I enjoy it. It's cheesy, but it's it's a fun '80s throwback with kind of a twist because you didn't get many movies where you know somebody's turning into a werewolf or some other creature, other than one spit and Jim Carrey turns into a vampire. <laughs> I feel like you got those kind of movies all the time in the I '80s. <laughs> I mean, not, there's even not a movie of called that, My Mom's a Werewolf. Not of back that. In not of that like teen kind of high school drama I didn't I don't think so I mean American Werewolf in London was what like 70s or is that maybe you just uh, maybe maybe I'm just thinking or you're thinking that you, you just didn't have a lot of them where the werewolf would then play basketball yeah like nothing that 
that cheesy, you know, nothing that camp <laughs> that campy where he's running around playing basketball or um, shotgunning a, a beer. And I know I mentioned <laughs> it before, but at the very end, the guy pulls out his balls. No, I, I refuse to believe it. I've tried to watch several times. Okay, I'm going to send it to you. <laughs> Uh, it's not a clear shot. There's no no definitive evidence. He does it, though. <laughs> Pulls him out. Uh, so Teen Wolf was a cartoon after the movie because the movie rode Back to the Future's coattails. The logo for the cartoon is very much the the movie script. So, yeah. Why did... Oh, it was called The Cartoon Adventures of Teen Wolf in the United Kingdom. The Cartoon it? Adventures? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the series is about a teenage boy and his family who can transform into werewolves, focusing on themes of coming of age and fitting in. While generally keeping true to the main ideas, this version made some changes from the film. Scott Howard and his family live in a fictional town of Wolferton. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> a small town that draws tourists because of its history of werewolf sightings. Unlike the film, Scott's status as a werewolf is a secret. Despite the youth audience, the cartoon series delivered very powerful critics of disability as civil rights freely invoking an asthma attack or seizure the series centered on how scott felt weird immediately before and during his werewolf transformation i'm not sure how that paragraph came together but (laughs) wow how many episodes did this have because it should have one after that description (laughs) so it looks like it had two seasons hmm 21 episodes. Wow. So that's probably one you can find on DVD. Divide yeah, I'm going to, I don't know. Pass on that one. <laughs> so I don't know. going along those 80s movie, teen movie properties, Teen Wolf, there was also Karate Kid cartoon. Yikes. In a Karate Kid cartoon, I'm going to let everyone judge for themselves, but they... I'm sure they slaved over this top 40 style hit theme song. All right, so that was a winner. It's basically the was lyrics. it though? The lyrics are basically "Karate Kid, Karate Kid." <laughs> <laughs> I do have a lunchbox of the Karate Kid cartoon, which is pretty cool. Do you remember the Karate Kid cartoon? I I don't really know. Because I I highly doubt that the actors are the ones doing the voices, right? No, no way. Because I feel like with the Mr. T cartoon, he would always like. The real Mr. T would like introduce the cartoon. Mm. Did the a, fi- a different guy did the Mr. T voice? Most likely. Uh, yeah, I don't think voices of yeah the the actors did not do the voices. 
What was Rob Macchio doing in 89? He could have done the voice of the Karate Kid cartoon. He was probably filming the third one. <laughs> He's filming the other Karate Kid movies. <laughs> <laughs> you dope. <laughs> he was busy doing the actual movie. <laughs> that is crazy. I'm glad the Karate Kid is back on YouTube. I can't wait for that second season. Uh, they haven't come out with it yet? No. Oh, my God. I thought they jumped right on it as soon as it premiered. Well, they pretty much did. I mean, they had to write it and film it, but I think it's pretty close. Probably come out this summer or something. I do know that the sensei comes back magically alive. Weird. So. That reminds me. Let's talk about Punky Brewster. I don't know why that reminds me, but it who, did. Who didn't have a crush on that precocious little punky? Or when she showed up and say by the bell, older and more voluptuous. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but that's the live action show. I'm talking about the oh, cartoon. Part punky Brewster cartoon? Yeah, it was called It's Punky Brewster. <laughs> oh, you threw me off. I didn't. I, mean, I did not. I never watched It's Punky Brewster. <laughs> okay, well, it's uh, it's the same idea, except they added a new character. It was like a, like a little gopher that kind of floats in the air named Glomer. So was the regular Punky Brewster a primetime sitcom? Could have been. I don't remember. And this one ran from September 85 to December 86, and it had 26 episodes. Yes. This is on YouTube. You can watch this. You can watch it on YouTube. I watched it with the girls the other day. It's dumb. It had the uh, Soleil Moonfry did her voice. Well, yeah, when you're a kid. A new character, Glomer, was added as the Leprechaun Gopher. He came from Choundoon, a city at the end of the rainbow, and possesses various magical powers. Yeah, um... In the opening of the show, she discovers him in like a park, and he's like he's at the end of a rainbow, and he like comes out of the rainbow to see her, and then his uh, town disappears, and he tries to jump back into the rainbow, and the rainbow disappears, and now he's stuck with her. Oh no, poor Glomer. Yeah, well, he had a really annoying voice though. It sounds like a dud compared to the live-action Punky Brewster. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're talking I space there. I know we're talking Saturday mornings, but it is it is what it is. On the schedule here, they had it listed as Punky Brewster, so it must have been it's Punky Brewster, though, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Spring of '87. It, it's Punky Brewster was already done by then. Let's talk about uh, one of your favorites, the real Ghostbusters. <laughs> so the real Ghostbusters, the Ghostbusters movie was such a hit <clears throat> that it needed its own Saturday morning cartoon. The mm -hmm. show took away the more risque humor of the movie, kind of turned Slimer into more of a, a helium, like high-voiced character or mascot. Yeah, and he's like a friend of theirs yep, all of a sudden. After four seasons of The Real Ghostbusters, it actually Slimer was so popular, the show started to be called Slimer and The Real Ghostbusters. <laughs> and I think even the serials that preceded 
which they had Ghostbusters, then they had real Ghostbusters cereal. They even then, at that point, had Slimer in the real Ghostbusters cereal. So he be, he took center stage. He and Ecto Cooler. Yes, and the mascot for High C Ecto Cooler. Which, if you're listening, anyone at High C, just bring back Ecto Cooler for good. Why do you keep getting rid of it? There's no need for that. Well, you still have some, don't you? Mm. <laughs> You do, don't you? I have like 38 boxes. Oh, God, gross. (laughs) Did you throw it away? I drank all mine a long time ago. You drank all of it? Yeah, a long time ago. Oh, my God. No man, I was hoarding that stuff. It's still I'm still hoarding it. I know you were like uh, those people uh, in uh, that that coupon show on TLC. <laughs> you had like a whole basement of it. No, I I think I only got like oh how many did you just get one pack? I got maybe like five or six. Yeah, that's all I got. Like I think there were ten eight eight or ten packs. I got like five of them or something. I've only drank a handful. <laughs> I just had one, you know, since we've been in this place, which has been not even two years. I just had one, you know, within a year ago, and it was tasted fine. Maybe I'll break one out after we get off here. <laughs> if it starts to taste funny, I just also, throw them all out. I also procured, when those came out, it came out in cans. Um, I procured a unopened can of it as well, which is on the shelf. Where did you find that? Uh, through a uh, follower of the Instagram, who I also follow. He had some cans. What's his name? Let's plug him. Dude, I think, who was it? I think it was my man Sean, actually. Um, I don't want to get that wrong, but I think it is. uh, You could just pull him up here. Sean, Sean DC 87 on Instagram. Shout out. I think he, uh, he got me an Ecto Cooler can. Well, that was nice. Yeah. If I'm wrong, Sean, you get a free plug. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I did what now? (laughs) But yeah, I definitely, I definitely saw it was on cans. I had to get one. So I wonder if they'll release Ecto Cooler again in 2020 when the new film comes out. Uh, good question. So hopefully. So, so we had Teen Wolf, we had Karate Kid, we had the Ghostbusters, um, I didn't. You know why I didn't like the Ghostbusters? I didn't like the animation. It's creepy you animation. Know what? It is weird animation, and all the monsters and ghosts were really crazy and out there. But I think it was great for a toy line. I mean, that toy line was huge, and yeah, I, I think it was just like you were saying before, the Saturday Saturdays were all about selling product. I think they drew and animated that thing just so they could make good toys out of the creatures. So it looked more like an anime kind of thing. Yeah, and then also it was very detailed. Also decided to make Egon blonde and them all to have different voices than the movie. So <laughs> we got Lorenzo Music who later was replaced by Dave Coulier. On that show? Yeah. Really? Is it wait, who isn't that who did Venkman's voice? Lorenzo? Is yeah. that is that Garfield? Yeah. Yeah, Dave Coulier replaced him. Why? I am not sure. But Dave Coulier was then doing an impression of Lorenzo Music doing an impression of Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> but That's Yeah, I, I enjoy the real Ghostbusters still and my son is into it. He he loved the 
that before I showed him the Ghostbusters movie, but now he's lately, he's wanted to watch the movies, but he still will watch the cartoon from time to time. Did you like, did you like the Elf cartoon? Elf Tales? Yeah. Are we talking about Elf Tales? Yeah. Melmac is no place for cats. (laughs) Why did they have singing cats in the intro of that? (laughs) No idea. Elf. I, I, so I was, did not like that show at it all. It was basically Elf on his home planet, right? Yeah. And he's rocking a Hawaiian shirt, playing the sax, <laughs> going on adventures. It sounds funny, but it's not. 30-minute Saturday morning animated series that aired on NBC from 88 to 89. The show is a spinoff of Elf, the animated series. So wait, spinoff of Elf, the animated series. So there was that, and then there was Elf Tales? Yes. So Elf the Animated Series was not a Saturday morning? It was. Hmm. So are you talking about you didn't like either of them? (laughs) No, I didn't like the Elf cartoon. Any of them. Okay. So why did they have Elf the Animated Series and then need to do a spinoff of Elf? And I think Elf itself had its limitations. (laughs) As a, a, a show. Yeah. So Elf Tales, fairy tale was usually altered for comedic effect in a manner akin to fractured fairy tales. So they were just doing a different spin with Elf that the Elf cart, the Elf animated series, didn't do. That was just more his life on Melmac, and then this one was putting him in weird fairy tale situations. Yes. Ah, okay. So yeah, Elf Tales, which is what I thought you were talking about, was. Each week was, let's say, Robin Hood, Sleeping Beauty, Cinderella, Jack and the Beanstalk, but with uh, Elf and his Melmac crew. And then Elf the Animated Series is a prequel to the live-action sitcom depicting Elf's life back on his home planet of Melmac. <laughs> yeah, they. I mean, I was never a huge Elf the TV show fan. Like, I, I watched it because everybody had to watch Elf, but... Never got into it as much as other people. I wasn't gonna wear elf shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but we did have the puppets from Burger King. Oh, I, to- I totally had an elf puppet from Burger King. Yes. <laughs> I have one right now. I need I, to get the other three. I still, I only have one as well. I have the Born to Rock or yeah, whatever the rocking one is. Yep. So that was another property that was a dud. The cartoon versions of Elf. Did we miss any? I, well, I don't know about cartoons, but we could go into like live action here and how s- some other properties inspired some Saturday morning live action shows. Okay. So the big one, Pee Wee's Playhouse. Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> and cue the theme song. <laughs>
So hopefully you enjoyed that that uh, snippet of the Pee Wee's Playhouse theme song. I love that. I'm a huge Pee Wee Herman collector. I have the Playhouse, all the figures for the Playhouse. I have carded figures for the Playhouse. That means they're not loose or open. And I have a box talking Pee Wee doll. And recently Funko released Pee Wee Herman Pee Wee's Playhouse Pops. Mm-hmm. So I have Pee Wee, Cherry, and... Uh, Terry and the um, what was the other one? Oh, Miss Yvonne is the other pop that they made. It's um, <clears throat> it it really didn't last as long as we thought. I mean, it they didn't seems make nearly like as many. It seems like episodes. there's three hundred episodes, but there's really not. <laughs> no, there's not. Um, those are all. Uh, they were all on Netflix. I, I hope they still are. I need to. Uh, I need to buy the DVD set of that. 45 episodes. 86 to 91. What happened in 91? I'm not sure. What, they were Wonder just, why Pee-wee he was stopped. Done. Oh, what's that? <laughs> Heard any good jokes lately? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that poor, sucks. Poor that show could have kept going. That derailed it? Uh, no, I, I think he was kind of like Carson at the end. Johnny yeah. Carson, where he's just like... Uh, let's not make as many episodes this year. And... Well, it looks like on IMDb they have it going until 1990, and it had five seasons. Um, Playhouse for sales, November 17th, 1990. Yeah, I could be wrong, but I, I think he was pretty much over it by that point. I mean, that Christmas special, I know he's playing a character, but he was so jaded to everybody in that christmas special <laughs> he, he was always like that though even in his movies if you watch Wee's big adventure he's very selfish but he's supposed to be a child in a man's body yeah so well july of 91 is when he, that uh arrest or incident happened and this the last episode aired in november of 1990 so it was almost a good year until that happened so the show was already done but, yeah. yeah, I remember when that happened. I was, was eleven. I was, was eleven. Crazy. I didn't know what masturbating was. <laughs> oh, did you find out a good year or two later? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, they arrested him for this. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Just can't do it when anybody's around. <laughs> that poor guy. Yeah. That was a different time. I bet if that happened now, he'd be back to work the next day. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so, but I get your point. He wasn't harming anyone else. Like, we're in the times of don't harm anyone else, you know? But Wow, this show got dark. Heard any good jokes lately? (laughs) (laughs) How about, uh, I think you just put this on the Instagram, out of this world. Out of this oh, yeah. world and Small Wonder were both on Saturday mornings. They weren't cartoons, but they were on Saturday mornings. Yeah, and Out of This World was um, the character's father was in like this crystal because she was essentially an it was alien, just his right? Voice. He, he was an alien. Yeah, it was his voice. She was, she was half alien, and she had the ability to stop time like, by putting her two fingers together. Yeah, like Zach Morris's Time Out. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I referenced Save by the Bell twice in this episode. It's got to stop. Save by the Bell is a Saturday morning thing. Oh, yeah. How come that's not on any of these schedules? 
Was that? Because that was the end of the 80s. Oh, there it is. 1989. Yep. NBC at uh, what would have been 1030 Central Time. Right before wrestling. All right, 89. Wrestling, as they called it. But uh, how did we get off topic? What were we talking about? Oh, Out of This World. Yeah. It was uh, the series actually revolved around Evie, a young Evie? girl who discovers on her 13th birthday that her father, Troy, is an alien from the planet Antares Prime in the Scorpio galaxy. Troy, who married her mother and merged life forms to create Evie, Evie's half-alien heritage gives her superhuman abilities. Most of the episodes revolve around Evie misusing her powers and causing some trouble, which she spends the rest of the episode fixing. Oh, Evie. <laughs> yeah, and then um, Small Wonder was like Vicky the Robot, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think I was more of an out-of-this-world fan than I was Small World. Or Small Wonder, I'm sorry. Oh, well, who did Troy's voice? Who did Troy's voice? Let me see if I can guess. I don't want to look. Um, You're going to slap your forehead. It's Burt Reynolds. Oh, what? <laughs> yep. <laughs> see? No, I would have never guessed that. <laughs> I knew, uh, and Doug, McC- Doug McClure was in it, too. Mm. More than just his voice. The actor Maureen. was in it. Yep. Oh, Maureen Flanagan, Evie. And then Small Wonder, yeah, that was about a little girl who was a robot. Dumb. Dumb. <laughs> Wonder what Maureen Flanagan's up to these days. Uh, She was on 90210, wasn't she? She was. Wow. We should study your memory. Donate it to science. <laughs> Are you are you donating your brain to they science? They should put it. They should put it in a jar after I'm dead. <laughs> wow, this guy remembers crap. No one should remember. Yeah, she did a lot of TV from the looks of it. Yeah. Yeah, I was never a small wonder fan though. But um, as a kid, I liked it. I I don't know if I would like it anymore. It just seems like one of those very '80s sitcoms where there's high concept things. Mm-hmm. So in my look at the schedule here to find Saved by the Bell, which it was on 89 and 90, I see in 88 in that time slot on NBC was Misadventures of Ed Grimley. Oh, that was a bad one. Yeah, that was <laughs> – that uh, I think Martin Short as Ed Grimley would introduce the cartoon and he would just have like crazy misadventures as that character. Yeah. With with the – there's something about Mary Bangs. And uh, his pants pulled way up, and I don't. It was, it was just like uh, it was pretty much like a white Urkel. Yeah, just very annoying. But a cartoon version of him. Yeah. Wow, there was even a talking Ed Grimley doll that looks very much like the talking Pee Wee as far as the art and such. <laughs> and he pulls his string. He says, "There's a snake in my boot." <laughs> Every time we talk about something and I find out there's this cool toy, I'm then like, wow, I want that. You got to start taking notes. <laughs> Talking Ed Grimley. Yeah, that, that I, it looks like that cartoon was a misfire because it was not on the following year. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. It wasn't good. So 
It wasn't even on in spring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was fall of 88. Oh, De- we got to talk Dennis the Menace. You're, were you a Dennis the Menace fan? Uh, Dennis the Menace was also on Nickelodeon. There's a Dennis the Menace on... Um, what year? CBS, 1988. Really? I remember Dennis the Menace was syndicated. It was on like 2.30 in the afternoon. You're shopping on eBay for Ed Grimley shit, aren't you? (laughs) No. It's got to be the same cartoon, though, that was on CBS. I don't know. Dennis the Menace makes me think about Dairy Queen. Oh, man. We could go down the rabbit hole of Dairy Queen. We will. Next (laughs) next summer. (laughs) Yeah. Look for that podcast this summer. (laughs) It's coming. I mean, uh, there... There was the Dennis the Menace show from, like, the 60s, right? Yeah, that was a live-action show. I think it was black and white, wasn't it? Yeah, correct. But, yeah, there was... And then there was the the comic strip that begat the cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. And then that begat the Blizzard Cups. (laughs) Yeah, Dennis the Menace, an American animated series... Um, originally aired in syndication in the U.S., distributed by the Program Exchange. The second season aired on Saturday mornings on CBS. Each half-hour show consists of three, six, or seven-minute shorts. The show was sponsored by General Mills. The show is brought to you by General Mills. <laughs> makes me that sentence makes me think of like, geez, way back in the day when they would you'd see. You'd see clips of shows from the 50s and stuff, and they're like a voiceover guy saying who the sponsors are. <laughs> Nick at Night. Oh, remember Nick at Night. We need. Now we're going to have to do a Nick at Night episode. Make a, make a note. <laughs> I'll write it down. But, yeah, I mean, some of my favorites, you know, if I was just talking all of these shows over the last – you know, hour and a half. I I would I if I were to make a lineup, I think I could do it just off the top of my head right now. I'd start out at 7 a.m. with some gummy bears. I'd follow that up up. I I just like half hours of these. I'd follow that up with a half hour of. Oh man, that's a tough decision. I think. I think I'm going to have to go with Garfield. Garfield and Friends. Yep. And then I'd like to go into some Super Friends. Super Friends. Super Friends. I'd be ready for some action by that point after an hour of some low-key laughter. And then uh, Super Friends, I'd be followed up with Muppet Babies. And Muppet Babies would go into... Some Pee Wee's Playhouse, <laughs> followed by... I think it did, didn't it? Oh, let's see. It did. You're right. Wow. Oh, I am guess I'm making a good call then. Somebody <laughs> should put me in charge of the network. <laughs> <laughs> so we go from Pee Wee's Playhouse. After that wacky live action, we start to bring it down a little. I think I'd probably want some real Ghostbusters... Take things a little bit more serious. 
and then round it out with Saved by the Bell. Wow. I think I got it myself a good little Saturday there. Not bad. Not bad. You're missing Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. Nobody's missing Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. <laughs> You're missing the Saturday Supercade. Oh, yeah. Saturday Supercade or Captain and the Game Master. But you know what? You sound like you're saying gay master. No, the game master. <laughs> okay, be, be more careful, gay master. <laughs> oh, come on now. Or Camp Candy, but they just don't make the list. I think I got a good little Saturday. You're, you're going to make me question <laughs> myself, and I think I'm okay. I'm glad that you left off Rubik the Amazing Cube. Oh, my God. That was a show? That was a terrible, terrible show. And you know what we can't include, because I don't think it was until 1990, was the Beetlejuice. Yeah, that was on Fox. I watched the hell out of that one. I like well, that one. Well, it says 1990. It was on ABC. Oh, it was on ABC? Yeah. Okay, maybe it was syndicated later on Fox then. Yep, it was. It was on in the afternoons. Yeah, but it missed the 80s, so we can't include it. Nope. But that it's was another, a good one. That's another show. That was a good one. I have uh, some uh, Beetlejuice-inspired trading cards from that cartoon. So if you were to pick, your, let's say, your Saturday here, just off the top of your head, what would you go? I see you as more of a Hanna-Barbera guy, starting it out with some old Flintstones. No, not really. (laughs) No? (laughs) I don't know. Let's see. As far as my memory goes, Saturday mornings to me was uh, – was it Kissy Fur or was it Foo Fur? There's a Kissy or, Fur? There was a Kissy Fur and a Foo Fur. Who was naming these shows? I don't know. Um, I always remember Muppet Babies and I always remember uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse. Saved by the Bell was not a thing for me. Okay. Um, my sister liked it later, like right before they went to college. That's when she got into it. <laughs> um, what else do I remember? Um, man, oh man. Um, like I remember most of the stuff that we talked about. I don't really remember. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons was another big one. Like that one had a lot of episodes. Yeah. But I don't remember it on much. I can I, I can was just see it in my head, but. I mean, I don't think it was a big factor of my Saturdays. I don't have a lot of memories of it. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, I don't know. Ghost, it, the Ghostbusters, I feel like I watched that more in the afternoons. Hmm. Um, See, and here's another thing. Like, I, I mean, we all watch Saturday morning cartoons, but I have – very vivid memories of Disney Afternoon and some of the shows we touched on, Tailspin, Chippendale, um, Darkwing Duck. Like after school, I'd I'd tune into those for, and I have memories of those for sure. But these Saturday mornings, I mean, I, I could see the show once I see the titles or looking at the schedule. I know I watched all of them. I know I had I must have had a good time because I tuned in every week. But um, afternoon cartoons was is more where my cartoon memories come from. Yeah. Agreed. But man, if you go back to the early eighties, like 81, there was a Fonz cartoon. There was a Laverne and Shirley cartoon. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm going to have to look those up. 
wonder how <laughs> there good, was a Mork and Mindy cartoon. How good or there was a Gary or... Coleman oh, no. cartoon, <laughs> Dukes of Hazard. So all yeah. of those, all those like seventies properties got these cartoons. <laughs> There was also a lot of like fantasy kind of stuff, like Thundar the Barbarian was another one. Um, jeez, what else was there? Fonz. God, there was a there, there was a Godzilla cartoon in Dynamite. Wow. Fawns and the Happy Days Gang, and now it did have Henry Winkler, Ron Howard, Donnie Mouse, Dee Dee Khan, and Frank Welker. Hmm. Wow. At least they got Henry Winkler to do the voice. And that one only lasted 24 episodes. That's crazy, though. That's two seasons. Like, 13 episodes. Basically a season. Hmm. That's quick turnaround. No wonder. Like, I, when I think back, like, thinking about toy lines, even. Everything was such a quick turnover in the 80s. Like, I was into He-Man for maybe a year, year and a half, and then it was on to the next thing. Turtles. Yeah. Ghostbusters, you know. But a year when you're a kid always lasted way longer than yeah. a year. Oh. Seemed like an eternity. Yes. Really did. So it's why probably why they had to keep cycling through these shows that a lot of them only lasted a year. <laughs> gotta get new content for those young minds that are moving on. We gotta sell different toys. Well, I think uh, one benefit of us only doing this every two weeks is now you have two weeks to watch a whole bunch of cartoons we just talked about. Oh, yeah. And I know I'm going to. Let's report back. Let's watch a few that we don't remember or don't have any uh, – or, or that we think, think maybe we didn't like. And let's see how it holds up now. Saturday Supercade. Yeah, I'm going to go watch some of that as well. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, uh, hopefully everyone was following along here. Hopefully they got – please share your your dream Saturday morning lineups with us. Uh, I'll post on the Instagram to get some uh, conversation going so you all can leave that in the comments and let us know if there's any, you know, episodes that you'd like us to talk about. Do you have any ideas or things that you haven't heard us touch on? We, we'd love the input, but um, it's, I think we're – I think we covered it. I think we did uh, did a pretty bang-up job here with Saturday Morning Cartoons. I guess the only one we missed was Hey Vern, It's Ernest. Oh, man. But I love the theme song for that show, but I, I don't, and I loved Ernest, but I don't think I was a huge fan of the show. No. It was a pretty annoying character, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, I loved those early Ernest, or those Ernest movies, um, specifically the Ernest Goes to Jail, Ernest Scared Stupid, but Ernest Goes to Camp. But, yeah, I posted the theme song on the, the Instagram the other day because, man, it was just such such a time trip to watch that. It's like, even the music. It sounded, Somebody commented that it sounded like um, the gentleman that wrote the Seinfeld theme song must have watched Hey Vernon's Ernest. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It has it's a very similar. Pretty similar bass line, yeah. But Jim Varney, may he rest in peace. Yeah. Don't smoke. <laughs> at least we at least we gave it a shout out. Don't need to spend a lot of time on that one. <laughs> but yeah, if there's any if there's any Saturday morning shows that you as a listener were like, Hey, talk about this one. 
let us know. Share your thoughts. We'd love to hear them. But, um, yeah, I'm going to leave you with this jewel. Uh, I'm Josh. And I'm Jesse. Bye.